Welcome to AP Studio Files. My name is Miller Pike, and I'm a producer located in Bushwick, Brooklyn. Joining us today is our technical producer, Anya Kapishki, on our first ever mini episode. What is a mini episode, Anya? That is such a good question, Miller. It, it is. Would you like me to answer it? Uh, sure. <laughs> Please do. Um, our mini episodes going forward will be released the week before our main episodes, and mm-hmm. they will discuss the last month's. Uh, episode and kind of get everyone up to date and keep our audience a little bit more informed. Totally. Um, and if, if this is wrong, you can fire me. But um, <laughs> I, I'm also really excited to like delve into some of the research that we've been doing behind the scenes. Yes. About things we talk about in the episodes and our researcher H. Conley. Shout out. Has been doing. So uh, we're going to we're going to talk about it like we know things. Yeah, we do know things. Sure. We know things. Okay. Um, so uh, in prep for the second season, which um, will be coming out in October, I re-listened to the full first season, all five episodes, and it's not terrible. I, you know, I thought it was pretty good. I think it's pretty good. I liked it. I'm, I'm happy with it, which cool. is like exciting, especially when it's you going back and listening to your own voice, which can be yeah. the worst thing ever. Definitely. But I think it's a really nice collection of some some really important themes um some overall themes that i saw just in looking back were vulnerability within art shifts in power that have been and are happening and um, the need for support and accountability within artwork accountability for communities yeah definitely I especially like the answers to the questions our main thesis was what does joy look like in a community setting going forward uh, I think that there is like some really interesting and varied answers throughout the first season and that's informed our thesis moving forward for the second season too yeah which is going to be what methods of community support inspire you yeah I love that I love that because that's like that's like the what exactly mm-hmm. it's like the the next step because Um, I do think it's really important to not only just say like what is needed, but like how, how we can get that need met. Right. That is what our thesis is going to be for the second season. And I saw the, the need for support came up a lot when I asked that question on Instagram, Mm. support emotionally, support financially, obviously a lot has been a huge struggle for people who are still massively unemployed, out of work no work in their field, you know, it's et cetera, how we've, you know, yeah. both experienced. Right. Yeah. Well, that reminds me of the the first episode, the episode that I was a guest on, uh, which we recorded in January Yay. and um, <laughs> a literal decade ago, <laughs> a decade ago. But now I feel like, you know, we went on this whole journey and now we're kind of back. Yep. Um, (laughs) in different ways for sure. But yeah, I was, I was really frustrated with how live performance venues had been dealing with the pandemic or not, or not dealing with the pandemic. And you know, it's hard. No one can do it perfectly, but now, uh, things started to open up. Uh, people were going to shows. I've, remember going to my first show in like June Mm -hmm. and how exciting that felt. Being vaccinated, being at a show. It's crazy. Summer ahead of you. It really is. And that was something that was so interesting, like looking back at the episodes, the first episode being recorded in January and the last in May, um, and just sort of looking at this 
anticipation throughout mm-hmm. each. It was like, okay, and now we're, now we're, va- you know, now yeah. we're, we're here and now we're, there's a vaccine and now we're vaccinated. Right. And now things are opening. And, um, even at the end of Alex's episode, which was recorded in April, I talked about how de Blasio had, had just set a plan in action for right. full hundred percent capacity open for July 1st. And now right. I'm looking back at that and going, Ooh, <laughs> well also because it was all kind of leading up to, um, this uh group show that we we actually were able to experience this like togetherness and this joy together that it felt like we had been talking about for the whole season and we were able to experience it at this show with Corey um who was our last guest and uh and that was a different time now (laughs) so totally different time and it was really interesting because I just posted some of the content um that H our research assistant who we were talking about earlier H interviewed a lot of the guests at this um, art live of art and community event yeah. and asked them our thesis question. And even just two months later, it's really different. Right. Looking at that, um, looking at that piece. Um, so that kind of gets us into H's research, which H is a friend uh, and actually a college buddy of yours. Yes. If you go back and you listen to the first season, um, there are some some breaks where I talk about. Uh, subjects that come up naturally in the interview like mm-hmm. a really fun one that I experienced was in Alex's episode in episode four Alex talked a lot about um, NFTs yes my which, favorite which was so great uh, I want to hear a little bit more because obviously you're on these main episodes you're kind of like behind the scenes I want to hear a little bit of more of your kind of perspective on that conversation because I know it was one that really resonated with both of us yeah well it, I mean NFTs was like such a hot topic then and I feel like it hasn't been talked about as much recently but Alex's take was that nothing was really going to be a successful medium unless sex workers had found a way to incorporate that into porn right um and which we discovered there is NFT porn, but a point that they brought up was that um, it wasn't really going to be a marketable source of income unless right. your name was already right marketable. And I do think that that's still true of almost all NFTs. But I do think it is like kind of a good rule of thumb. Like if your name is marketable already, you can kind of sell whatever. Right. Right. It, it is pretty pretty baseline. But um, I, yeah, I, I haven't heard much about NFTs recently at all until um I was at work and I heard some finance bros talking about it how it's the future so maybe it is the future I'm <laughs> hey finance bros say it's true <laughs> you know it may be it may be true I remember we were talking a lot about kind of like celebrity NFTs um and it was interesting going back and listening to that episode especially because we talked about OnlyFans which is right. now just what are you OnlyFans oh it's so at complicated OnlyFans, what are you <laughs> well th- they um they rescinded they, because they were um, going to ban explicit content starting in October, I think because of um, MasterCard. Uh, but now because of the backlash, they're like, ugh, whatever. And they're just allowing it. But okay. I think it has kind of sparked something where I always thought, you know, it really sucks, but that kind of content is going to move to another platform. And maybe it's better that it moves to a platform that might be more supportive like I heard that Belessa House which does um really great ethical porn uh they were going to start hosting a site like that and I hope that people are able to leave OnlyFans you know while yeah, I mean they completely kind of wrecked their their the trust that their um the little bit of trust the little <laughs> bit of trust I mean that's one of the things that I've heard that is uh pe- people are fearful about is that some of these other 
quote unquote lesser known sites don't have the um, safety features in place yet. Mm, okay. Um, you know, to block IP addresses and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So, because obviously, if you're selling pictures, uh, you know, ex- ex- any sort of explicit content, um, your physical space and safety are are at risk. Right. Um, so, so I know that that's kind of been like a, a conversation as well. Um, but it was, it was. I, I liked Alex's take on if a platform hasn't been used by porn or by sex work or um, then it's... What even is it? What even is it? Yeah. Right? (laughs) If you can't find porn of it, what is it? Exactly. (laughs) I don't want it. It is always interesting, like, uh, the the things that naturally come up in conversation during the the interviews. Um, Another one that was really interesting to me was was in Corey's episode, the fifth episode, we Mm -hmm. talked a lot about the similarities between Soho and Bushwick and kind of, like, the way that they've gone historically. That was really interesting research. I loved that. Yeah. And there's always, like... H always sends us like pages of notes that are just like a research paper in and of themselves. And then we just do this little snippet. I know it always, it it always feels like kind of like, I like I cut it a little bit, you know, but, but you gotta for the order of, yeah, for length purposes. Um, but yeah, no, that was talking about Soho and sort of how it became Soho. And now what is Soho? I mean, it's just, yeah, I, I did find that really interesting because you walk around Soho and uh, like Corey said, like it is very much like a fashion district, but it's so boring. It is. The clothes are really boring. Yeah. That's- well, and it, I, I think it kind of has that like in a way, uh, you know, I'm a Texan, so there's always that sentiment. Oh, Texas. Do you like Austin? Keep Austin weird. And I'm like, yeah, Austin is a hellhole of Californians <laughs> now. Oh God. Yeah. Like it's not, it's, it's just, a. it's sorry if you live in Austin. Sorry if you love Austin. Mm. It's not the same as it was when I was in high school. Yeah. Um, and I was going there all the time, Yeah. but it Soho sort of has that same, like, Oh, it's a fashion. It's a reputable fashion area, yeah. which yes it is. And it can be right. Right, exactly. Um, yeah, actually, the Wall Street Journal just wrote about my hometown um, as the ooh. Cape Cod of the Midwest. Oh, no. Uh, and our photographers laugh right now. <laughs> Old Door County, the well, Cape Cod. It, it sucks because, like, that's kind of what ha- is happening. But um, it's happening because we have this unsustainable tourism model mm. um, where – locals and summer workers can't really afford to live there anymore it's all millionaires multimillionaires, billionaires buying second homes but no one can afford to serve them <laughs> while right. they live there so um it's kind of like what happened with telluride in the last decade mm, as well in colorado where it's yeah. like it's like okay tom cruise lives here but like <laughs> who yeah who else <laughs> yeah it's um it's sad so a lot of people from my hometown started yelling at the Wall Street Journal, which I can always get behind. Oh, always yeah. cyberbully the Wall Street Journal. Cyberbully the Wall. Any chance you get. AP Studios pro cyberbullying. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> I will. I am very pro cyberbullying, and, and but I subscribe to uh, CoStar. So. Oh, yeah. okay. Well, <laughs> take it with a grain of salt, people. <laughs> Something that I uh, really commend people on, and kind of when I was revisiting um, 
and and you're one of you're included in this Anya when I was kind of revisiting the first episodes like anyone who could sit down create something and release like what what, what whether it was music like Carrie and Rosemont Post or art like you and Alex and Corey I mean all of y'all were releasing work uh during COVID and um I guess that's something that I just like really commend and I know especially Alex and I were sort of talking about how you have to be like less precious with your work mm. and you especially are just someone who is like constantly putting out new work do you want to plug um <laughs> some of your new work coming out sure yeah um well I I just decided on my thesis because um, classes started and I'm going to be continuing to work with Bridges for Life, which is an amazing organization that helps support black trans sex workers and uh, children aging out of the foster care system. Uh, And we've been doing these uh, audio storytelling installations with them. And yeah, and I'm also doing an installation, Internet Nostalgia, which is going to be moving around a few different places this fall. But follow follow me. I'll post about it. I don't know. At uncle underscore Anya. Uh, getting back into just a few of the, these more points, I, I know I brought up a little bit, um, you know, in some of the answers to our thesis question for season one, which was, uh, what does joy look like in a community setting going forward? A lot of the overall themes being vulnerability, shifts in power, need for support, mm. which has informed our second thesis question. What methods of community support inspire you? Which I bring it up because the the projects that you've been working on are are really community oriented and just like I don't want to say like raw but like just sort of like this is what we're doing hey thank you hi (laughs) this is like and and it's 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 really nice to not see something I don't know I worked in a lot of I know we talked about this a little bit on your episode but I worked on a lot of like large-scale charity events and it's that kind of thing where you just sort of look at the project and you go okay great I understand this where does the money go where does the money go where <laughs> does the money go and yeah. I just feel like you you guys have y'all have all managed to have a, a level of like transparency about your activism and community support that um I really enjoy thank you I really appreciate that it's been uh, really amazing to get to know everyone involved in the organization and they're just I want to build them up as much as I possibly can because they're they're just incredible beautiful wonderful uh intensely talented people surround yourself with good people and good things will happen mm-hmm. um well Anya thank you so much for sitting down with me today this is going to be a monthly event for our listeners each month like I said earlier we'll be doing kind of a recap of the previous episode some plugs going forward and um, exciting news regarding the possibility of live shows. Yeah. Maybe. Pending. I'm so excited. I'm excited to just see what happens next. And Mm. we're going to just keep our kind of eye on how to do that safely, cautiously, and um, in a community-oriented state of mind. So Beautiful. Thank you again for being here. Thank you for having me. Our first full-length episode will air October 16th, featuring comedian and character artist Woody Fu. That's at W-O-O-D-Y-F-U on Instagram. Give him a follow. If you're able to, please donate to Bridges for Life at T-G-N-C Bridges for, that's a number four, life. 
For Cash App or for Venmo, or follow on Instagram at the same handle for more resources and information. Once again, this has been AP Studio Files in association with Apartment Party. Thanks for tuning in.